0: Two, one Hey there <laughs> And welcome back to Our Week Film I'm your host, Zach Riley And with me is my brother Kevin Riley What's your name again? 50 discs over 290 hours Oh, nice to meet you, 50 discs over Classic 200 Classic 200 features It's actually 290 hours If you could read yeah, What did I say? You said 200 200? For the first I meant 290 one, we're, actually, we're referring to the uh, Um... We're referring to the uh, Cult Cinema Classics a box set collection with it, which includes two hundred uh, Cult films. They are really quite awful in our experience. Although we have only seen four, we are completely uninformed to assess the entirety of the box. But the first disc it does not contain many uh, good ones. Uh, I'd recommend buying it if you have an interest in it. It's only about thirty dollars, I believe, when I got it. So, pretty good deal. Although you can find most of the stuff on eBay, but it's a cool thing to have around. Plus, the discs are like uh, double-sided and have two on each, so it really feels like a, uh, 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 you know, just a big old pile of movies. It's not. There's no special presentation. They're putting it's just plastic. Full of movies. They're putting like plastic or or paper sleeves. It's really just just thrown in there, but anyways, uh, we have some movie quotes. We have one movie quote here, and can we do three? Three? No, no, that's too much. Okay, here's a quote. If he is scared of me, then why beat me up? Oh, that's from Big. That is from Big. In fact, I did I go like, to RottenTomatoes.com and search up Big quotes he's, and then that while he's getting bandaged up because and i got the quotes i don't get it uh because the if if he is scared of me then why beat me up The dad from uh, the santa claus is in that movie tim allen no the like the dad that takes over for tim allen because tim allen becomes santa claus oh remember did you recognize him no, I didn't. I he, did recognize the dad from. He's also in Santa Claus. Yeah, I haven't seen the Santa Claus in a oh. very, very long time. You're right. I well. think that's just the dad from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's also in Santa Claus. Hold on, let me look that up. Maybe. How did you not? How is that not the first thing you recognize him from? I watched. I certainly watch Home Alone more than I watched the Santa Claus. Yeah, I have too. Um, and also, he's not in the Santa Claus. You mean sleepover? Okay, but I get to be on top. Is one of the other quotes? That's a sign line. Yeah, he's the dad from Home Alone. Actually, not from. Yeah. yeah. I don't. He looks like the guy from. But uh, <laughs> does the Santa does the guy from the Santa Claus look like? Hold on, let me look this up. Maybe I'm just dumb. Let's see, Tim Allen. Oh yes, yeah, that guy. Kind of, kind of looks the same. See, Like I suppose he was also in. Oh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You know what? That's funny. I was watching Fast Times at Ridgemont High the other night, and I said that guy looks familiar. I wonder where he's from. I swear I've seen him in something. It was the dad from the Santa Claus. And today I was watching Big. And I said that looks like the dad from the Santa Claus, but it was the dad from Home Alone. Wow. And that's now, funny. and now the circle of life is I know complete, where the guy and you can emerge as is. the giant space baby at the center of the universe. Yes. Uh, and finally, I wish I was Big. The final quote. Now we can never use any of those quotes again. I wish they I was have been, big. They have been, so to speak, burned. I wish I was big. I wish I was a DVD of big, and my entire life consisted of me being a DVD on a shelf, and I wouldn't wow. have to worry about anything. Yeah. And then you just slowly deteriorate over the course of a thousand years because you're a non-biodegradable plastic. entertainment. Yeah. And everyone say, hey, look, it's a DVD of Big. And then one day a toddler brutally cuts you up by just playing with you and he gets a bunch of scratches and no one ever plays with you again. And you get given to a Goodwill and someone buys it from a Goodwill and they notice that there's also scratches on it. So they throw away in the garbage and you live out the rest of your life in a landfill. No, I had to be your DVD of so that you would treasure me. and cherish Oh, me. right! Because I pick trash out of garbage cans and put them no, on my shelf. I would be the DVD at the Walmart, and oh. you'd pick it off of the shelf and say, "Hey, three bucks oh. for Big on DVD at Walmart. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal." And you'd put it on your shelf. I didn't realize and you I'd live the rest of my days happily on this shelf. I didn't realize you got to choose which, uh, which, um, what kind of DVD you are. Also, I would never buy a DVD of Big because Big is available on Blu Ray. But. Bo- uh, what if you want to have like a more vintage feel to the 80s movie? sometimes you do well sometimes most of the times if i want to have a vintage feel it's for like a really bad quality movie otherwise i want to see it how it was originally made um the only reason i the only reason i got those vhs tapes is to hold them until i get a better quality that way that way well, when you it's not a main priority but I want to get a VCR one time, one day, and I'll take them. By the way, I don't know if you noticed, but the the uh, Richard the Third is put out by Janus Films. Oh wow! Yeah, it's very, very vintage. If you look closely. I see the logo. That's cool. For those of you at home, uh, a couple of days ago, I went to the garbage wow. can behind Aldi. The Janus collection. That's cool. Yeah, I went to the garbage can behind Aldi, and I found a bunch of VHS tapes yeah, for there. Everyone that doesn't know Janus is wiping. Came before Criterion. Well, they're the parent company, I guess, yeah. for Criterion. Yeah, they still exist, but not really. It's possible that those all, all those VHS tapes are ruined and like yeah. like all the tape melted together, but it not look like it. Yeah, guess not. You said this was sitting in what parking lot? The parking lot behind Aldi. Oh, Aldi. Yeah. I wonder what, <laughs> who put these there. I there was there's a, there's um, there's like a there's like a there's like um a sort of room of requirement, the place where people go to 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 throw all their trash. It's kind of like that. There's like a bunch of like old letters. There's like a letter I found from like 1969 of like a like, like a Vietnam War veteran writing home to his sweetheart and it's like handwritten and there's like yeah. there's like carts full of clothes and, and furniture and stuff. Bunch of stuff in there. Yeah, I don't know cool. what it really is or should all, Might have just been one person that went there and put all their stuff there. Who knows? Um, but anyways, I guess we'll get on to the main event, shall we say, of the show and read uh, and discuss the films that we watched this week. Not without the quote first. We have to do the quote. Uh, we already did the quote. Well, I guess it's time to move on to the movies that we watched this week, then, huh? I suppose it is. Yeah. So, uh, well, we like we we stopped on the 9th Right, so we get start on the night. Be well. I didn't watch anything until the one one. All right, the one, being one one. Oh, the eleventh today being the one six. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess you've lost your ability to tell time. So I watched two films uh, with the word Cinderella in it this week. The first of which is called Cinderella <laughs> Two: Dreams Come True. Mm, it rhymes look me in the eyes when i speak to you cinderella 2 dreams come true is not only a beautiful line of uh, poetry um but a terrible film Mm. i found this film to be absolutely repulsive the animation was at a disgusting despicable level of quality there seemed to be very little heart or character put into it. Mm. I described it in my review as a coloring book type animation in which there is just colors filled into lines that are drawn and there's no real spirit. Mm-hmm. It looks like a uh, looks like a Disney Junior show. Um, mm. the content it's basically it's basically like Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas in, in, in um in format in that there's three different stories. Wow. And they're told under the pretext of the three of the mice from the first movie, speaking to the fairy godmother and saying, "Can we? uh, We're so sick and tired that uh, there only being one Cinderella book, we want to write another one." And so the mice make their own storybook, Mm. and it's and and this thing takes place in the world of Cinderella, like after the after Cinderella goes to the castle and stuff, and they make the book, and then it's like three different tales. Like one of them is um, Cinderella going to the castle for the first time and having to plan a party and be in and there's like a old maid saying like everything must be done prim and proper. You must give the king his fig salad every day. You must keep these curtains drawn. You must never let any citizens in. And then she's like, but I want to be different. I want to let the citizens in. It's pretty dumb. It's just like it's just basically the whole movie is just is just very very. Thin and fragile, uh, like messages. Basically, just like you know, like a Aesop's fable. Uh, Like science. No, Aesop is an A E O S O P, in which the in which the entirety of the story's purpose is to serve as a moral or lesson. And it's just there's no fun or anything. It's just you know, like teaching small children to not listen to others. To tell what other people have to say and do what you want to do yourself. So it's really... And all three of them were bad? What? All three of them were bad? Yes, I would say all three of them were bad. Were they funny at all? No, no. I didn't laugh once, I don't think. Was there was there good music? Did it even feel like a Disney movie? It felt like just generic. Um, it was just very, very generic music. like uh, Again, just like something you'd hear in a Disney Junior show. Mm. Like I was, I was just watching. Um, I I wasn't actually watching it, but I was. I watched like the first minute of, um, my friend Tigger in Pooh or something. Or, That's what we used to watch. Yeah, I watched the first minute of an episode of that because I had just watched Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and I was like, oh, I, I remember this. Let's see what it was like. And it had it's like with this the girl, right? Yeah, it had like the what same was the girl's name. I don't know. Oh, girl, I yeah, I don't know. And it had like the same like basic like. Mm. Dum 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 So rue, what do you think is in this cheesecake? Oh I don't know. what do you, the audience at home think Had the same type of music as that Who, what, when, where, why and how right Zach? Yeah. That, that's the same show right? I don't remember You don't remember that? Nope I sing that to myself all the time still <laughs> <laughs> interesting. okay well uh, that's all I have to say about the movie. Any questions, comments and/ or concerns? I have three yes. questions. Question number one. Three comments and three concerns. Okay, question number one, go. <laughs> what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, mint chocolate chip, which I forgot about recently. I forgot about the flavor mint chocolate chip altogether because I... Uh, well, it's at so home. good, though. For the viewers at home, I've been you know vegan for a while, and uh, I they, they don't think I've had a vegan mint chocolate chip flavor. And mm. not that they don't exist, but it's just like... I don't have vegan ice cream that often. Ben and Jerry's doesn't sell one, and it's like if I'm gonna get the So Delicious brand, I I don't think I uh, just I don't think I think to get the mint chocolate chip. But yeah, I was just watching. I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of cooking based videos right uh, right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Very interested in. I've been very interested in food science. I've one, seen. one of my various phases, and uh, they were talking about making ice cream. Oh, so and they you were think like, is this is just a phase, and you won't you won't care in a year? Most definitely. But they were <laughs> talking. They were talking about mint chocolate chip and. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, mint chocolate chip! That flavor is amazing. And I haven't had really it so good. long. I feel I feel like I have like memories of like having it at Mammoth for some reason. Yeah, um, it's a great flavor. It's very refreshing. Yeah, I, it's one of my top. It's like sometimes honestly. ice cream is just a lot like, of people don't like it. Just like gets in like a film in your mouth. It's kind of gross. But yeah. mint chocolate chip, the mint and the, the chocolate chips always mm-hmm. have a nice crunch. Yeah, Compliments the ice cream nicely. Yeah. No, I want some. Maybe I'll pick some up later. Uh, well, and uh, then you watched so Ben well, Ben Cole's spoiled. dad. Yeah, did he I make w- the first one? Yeah. I mean, the second one. I mean, <laughs> he did not make the first one. He was the second even, one. Not alive. No, he didn't. Luckily, because I just squandered that. Wait, movie. how how far after the first one did the second and third ones come? Uh, <laughs> when they... was the first one made, anyway? All will be revealed and Who more. Who directed it? First one was made. <laughs> Who played Cinderella? First one was made in nineteen fifty. Oh. Directed by Hamilton Lusk? and Wilford Jackson I know who that guy is and then the I'm uh, sorry not Clyde did I say Geronim? the first one the first one was made in 1950 the second one was made in 2002 directed by John Kafka wow they, was, they really tend a break between the <laughs> first two and the third one is directed in 2007 Now I can share with you uh, some information. This has just been an information-packed episode, but I can share with you some more information because Ben, of course, my friend Ben, your friend Ben, who, Cole? we should definitely have on the podcast. We should podcast. Have on a podcast should since have I've never met podcast. him. Uh, my friend Ben Cole, uh, his dad, works on a lot. Worked on a lot of these movies. They don't make them anymore, but he worked on a lot of them. Mm. And, and every time I break icon with me, you not my hand. Mm, okay. So I have to keep icon contact with My the whole, the whole my time. Fr- my friend Ben Cole. It's not that hard though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend Ben Cole, yeah, his dad. His dad works as an animator. <laughs> his d- <laughs> his dad works as an animator at Disney, mm-hmm. and um, he used to work on the Disney sequels. And apparently, the basic uh, the basic reason Does why he still work at Disney. Yes, he still works at Disney. Hold on, I believe he's working on the Phineas and Ferb. Uh... Sorry, I was just trying to. He's working on the Phineas and Ferb. Uh, uh, the Candace movie. Candace thing? movie right now. Did you see that there, the Muppet? show is coming out on july 31st i excited the like the muppets i think it's called muppets now it's the new like show you know what i'd rather have them release the the actual old original muppet show because um, that would be great Never watched any of those and you know yeah seemed to be a cultural icon but uh anyways it's a new show called muppets now wow. i think it's gonna be like the the mockumentary show they made a couple years back, and then it got canceled after a week. That was a weird show. I love that it's show. It's so good. funny. The piggy uh, water is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Stuff. It's just, just a lethal amount fat. of lethal amount of butter. Uh huh. It's funny stuff. Anyways, um, Ben Cole's dad, mm-hmm. Brian Cole, technical director mm-hmm. of Cinderella Three: Twist and Time, has said and stated that the reason they do these movies is to train, is to train the. Uh, the animators and basically like see who's who who has got the training chops and they basically just give them like this, like this, like this project that no one cares about. Mm-hmm. That's you know inconsequential. They do it for very very cheap and then they just basically use it as like, like Cinderella training 2. For them. Yeah, like Cinderella two. And what happened with Cinderella three is that a an animation company I believe in Australia and again you can read this in my review. I'll, ben shared this. Uh, the animation company in Australia. Uh, that made this stuff because a lot of this stuff is just like outsourced. Um, um, was about to be closed down. Could you please stop combing your beard with Mason's uh, <laughs> uh,
1: fellowship no, I don't
0: card? I have my comb, so I need. Is your beard all scraggly and and it's twisty? It's not me. scraggly. It's just I like to have it be all clean. It seems kind of like gross and oily underneath. Um, mm, no, I don't think so. Anyways. Is the Australian company was outsourced? They outsourced it to the Australian company. Hey, that's mine. It's not yours, actually. Well, um, it pretty much is. Mason doesn't want it back. The Australian company was closed down. Was about to be closed down, and they said, oh, "We're going to be, you know, we're you're all going to be laid off in like six months or something." They said, and they said, "You know what? We're done with this. We're not going to just put push this out, and be lazy about it. We're going to try our absolute best. We're going to, we're going to be like the real Disney movies, and we're going to have nice, you know, sequences that are." Well put together and uh, you know, good lighting and shadows and color and sound design and everything and they put their absolute all into it and they made this really great in my opinion movie. That's and cool. I mean it, great movie. So, uh, Cinderella Three: A Twist in Time. And they've only did it in the span of six months. Uh, it wasn't. I didn't, six months is just a. Oh, for the sake of the story. But they still got shut down though. Yes, they did get shut down. That's um, sad. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, they tried their best yeah I, I highly doubt they did that whole movie in six months probably much more than that but uh anyways, the movie is about Cinderella who um we all know Cinderella it takes place after the after the first movie it essentially ignores the canon of the second movie, except for a slight hint to it in the end in the, not in the af, not in any after credit scene but in like the credits scrolling thing and there's like pictures of stuff there's Mm -hmm. one tiny reference but other than that no absolutely no reference so it just takes place Mm -hmm. in like cinderella and the prince are just like having a ride out in the forest or something or actually i think they might be having a party Mm -hmm. and then the stepmother comes and she steals the fairy godmother's wand and with it an amazing sequence and, and by the way, through this whole movie, I was uh, basically ecstatic with joy, not because it was necessarily amazing, but because I was just so excited and pleased at how good it was compared to the second one, because I watched these back-to-back, and the f- second one was just soul-sucking, terribly animated, but the third one is, is really well-animated, so I was just like, 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 smiling and laughing and clapping, and like, oh my god, this is so amazing, oh my god, um, the whole time, just to myself, sadly, wow. alone, um, and the is that Dan- on Disney Dancer's Plus family too? room. Yes. They're all in Disney Plus? They're all in Disney Plus. Yeah. How many like Disney sequels? Is Pocahontas Pretty too much on there? every single Disney sequel is on there, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh and like an amazing sequence where there's like a giant storm that comes swirling down and, and the stepmother is is pointing the wand and then they go back through time and they and they they're back. They're back to the moment when uh the the you know duke comes and asks to, to for the girls living in the house so he can fit the slipper onto them, and she magically changes the size of the slipper so that it'll fit um, her or, or her her daughter Anastasia. She magically changes the foot, and then suddenly Anastasia becomes the prince's. Uh, betrothed and uh, she's taken to the castle and Cinderella has to go on this mission slash journey to kind of remind the prince of what ha, who, sh, who she is and um, trying. who's and Anastasia? Her. she is the stepmother's daughter one of them? yes doesn't she have three? she has two two? Yeah, she has three total if you count Cinderella Cinderella is also her daughter? Cinderella is her stepdaughter. Who's the... Never mind. I haven't seen Cinderella. He's dead. They died. The story is that a man and a woman had a baby, the woman died, the man remarried, then the man died, and then Cinderella Hmm. was basically enslaved. So the mom is like, has no actual blood relation to Cinderella and just hates her? That is correct. Kind of like Vernon Dursley? Yes. Kind of like Vernon Dursley. But not Petunia Dursley, because she does have blood relation to Harry. Yes, that is correct. As does Dudley. Yes. But not Vernon. Yeah, that's that's all true. <laughs> but anyways... From Harry Potter, if you didn't yeah, know Yeah, from, from, from the movie and books, Harry Potter. Yes. Uh, very good movies and books. Uh, books and movies, in fact. Yes. I'd recommend The Order of the Phoenix. I have to agree. It's very amazing. I love, I love the... Interaction between Umbridge and the people who defy her much better in the book. It is amazing. So wow. many great scenes, like when McGonagall and Umbridge are are both at Harry's career choosing, and Umbridge says, "Are you are you aware that Harry Potter has the worst defense against the dark arts grades that I've ever seen?" This is Umbridge, and then I like, could tell, and then, yeah. and then McGonagall says, uh, "Harry Potter has." has excellent grades in all of her classes, and in and, and all of his Defense Against the Dark Arts classes. And then Umbridge says, Uh-huh. Uh, have you seen my note, uh, uh, yeah, M- M- B- Minerva? He has received terrible grades. And then McGonagall M- M- says, I-, I should have clarified. I meant teachers who are competent at their job. Uh-huh. uh But anyways... It's awesome. I love the... There's just such great, like... It's just, like, real... It's just, like, a real movie. It's, like, it's like good character development. Are you like talking the, about The Order of Phoenix still? No, I'm talking about the... Cinderella 3, Twist in Time. Uh, uh, the best no. Cinderella movie. Even better than the first Cinderella one? Cinderella sucks. The uh, first Cinderella? Especially in comparison to Cinderella 3, oh. Twist in Time. How uh, much better would you say Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time is better than Cinderella? I would say it's, like, two times is better. Wow. Um, but it's just like the prince has like good character development and uh it's like a it's like a real movie it's not like a fairy tale like everything has everything is well done the sound design I think is really like really good like it was like compared to the original movie it was like really good there was like like they added in like the sound of like an echoing chamber and like the silence of an echoing chamber is really like detailed and well done that was something I really noticed Mm. and uh again the animation is just there's lots of like good like movement it's very detailed nothing is like just nothing is just like i guess just half baked and rushed it's all feels fully fleshed and fleshed out and you know the stepmother is particularly like i don't don't really care about the stepmother in the first movie but in this movie she's like truly like despicable you really just hate her and Cinderella is even fleshed out more. I just think every character is well more well developed. Wow! Um, it's just an all around great movie, and I would recommend everyone watch it, uh, especially. It. Maybe I should have a double feature of c- Cinderella c- One and Cinderella Three, and not watch. Cinderella especially 2. if you watch it right after Cinderella Two, because you'll see you will you will be able to tell. You'll be able to point out. Like, I think I think watching these two movies together is a great mm-hmm. way to is is a great way to see like good animation versus bad animation because, like, like I bet I mean, I definitely couldn't, like, point out the difference, like, five years ago or anything, but, like, now I can, like, clearly see, um, like, what the difference is, but anyways, that is Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time. Wow. Uh, Sounds good. Matthew Deegan has seen it. Fun fact. Anyways, what did you watch on the 11th, or 1-1, as you say? That's all you watched on the tenth. Yes. Watched that on the tenth. Oh, okay. Well, on one one of of O seven twenty, <laughs> I yep. watched. I watched the second Bennett Miller film of the year. What's the first one? Foxcatcher. All mm. oh, right. He also made Capote, and the Cruise from ninety eight, and looks like. Question and A Christmas Carol are two other things on Letterbox, but they don't have any posters and look like they don't actually exist. Hmm. Interesting. But Moneyball was great. That's good to hear. I've seen it. Actually, I wouldn't say it was great. i say it was very good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go so far as to say it was great. I'd probably agree. It was very entertaining, though. Yeah. I think it's a good... I think it's just a good, like, a uh, Good, um, like, story, but it doesn't have a... Like it's not like you like really get emotionally. I I didn't mm-hmm. really get like too emotionally invested or like oh I'm, s- I'm so like excited to see what's gonna happen with It's just like it's a solid story. It's entertaining and fun, but uh, you know well well acted. I like Jonah Hill and Brad Pitt together, mm-hmm. but not amazing. I like Seymour Hoffman, too. He was very much blended into his role. Yeah. I haven't seen him in too much, but you know he's a he's a great actor yeah. um yeah this didn't this doesn't have very much uh doesn't feel very similar to Foxcatcher, being that it's from the same director possibly because Foxcatcher is a much darker movie but i didn't really didn't see any like uh, similarities between the direction you know what i mean i know what you mean yeah uh, i thought i thought fox catcher was a better story is more interesting moneyball was really cool though uh, it it had a very interesting story as well, but it definitely wasn't as gripping. I mean, just because yes. Foxcatcher, the Steve Curl's performance is great, and it really has a different feel to it. But this is just there's a, it's the high stakes, but also pretty low stakes at the same time. It's high stakes for this guy, but I couldn't really care less. It already happened. Um, but uh, but uh, Brad Pitt's really good, and I liked the ending. I like I like the story overall. It was good costumes, too. Not that it was too hard. <clears throat> not that it was too hard. I mean, they were all just A's outfits, but it really felt like an actual, like you were yeah. watching actual like people talk about actual baseball. It was cool, since I like baseball a lot, and I like movies a lot, and I like Brad Pitt a lot. Wow. It was kind of all three. All led up to you me make a, liking this movie, you should but make not a, loving it. You should make a Venn diagram. I'll make one for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. In one circle, I will draw baseball. Mm-hmm. I see. And then You should just make the b- b- bubble of baseball out of And In another circle, I will draw Brad Pitt. And then in the final circle, I will draw
1: that's movies. A, that's a
0: triple diagram. Yep. Would that still be called a Venn diagram? Yes. And then in the middle circle, I will write... Moneyball, money and that. Now kids, how about what about this bubble? Brad Pitt and baseball. Brad Pitt and baseball that would baseball be Moneyball. Movies <laughs> Base- in baseball and then Brad Pitt and movies. Movies and baseball. Well, we have to find out what's the most popular movie. What's the pop? What's the most popular? What's the most famous thing that Brad Pitt has done with baseball? What's the most famous thing that Brad Pitt has done in a movie? What's the most famous thing that? What's the most famous baseball movie? Most famous baseball... Mm, I don't know. Maybe uh, Field, of Dreams. Field of Dreams, which that's I just watched. I was gonna say. Well, so we'll fill that in there. Uh, <laughs> maybe, what would you say is Brad Pitt's most famous movie? Fight Club? Mm, well, let's see. Let's check on Letterbox. Oh, yeah, we can <clears> just <could least throat> do that. It looks like... Well, it's about time in Hollywood, but that's... That's kind of because it's more recent. I guess I would say Fight Club, yeah. And then we need a... I guess Brad Pitt's most famous base. Wait... Baseball movie is the the Moneyball. Moneyball. So there's two Moneyballs. Uh huh. One Fight Club. Yeah. So you really only need one, one Field of Dreams. You don't really need the third circle. So I guess. So I guess, Moneyball wins. There's two Moneyballs. Yeah. Our, our final tally here? is two Moneyballs, one Fight Club, <laughs> one Field of Dream, and that's One, it. one baseball, one Brad Pitt, and one movies. Did you count those? We should make this a big... You should draw it in your wall. You should, you should draw it in black paint on the garage door of our home. Yeah, outside of our house. Uh, what does it all mean? <laughs> Kids will come and look at it, and they'll say, that's the spooky old haunted yeah. Venn diagram. House. But overall, I really don't have much to say in this movie. I liked it. It was entertaining. But I will definitely never, ever watch it again in my entire life. I'd have to agree. Unless my... Sano was like Hey Except you for the wanna watch definitely. Moneyball Well what if you What if you were in a I, Okay I'll take it back Not definitely But I couldn't see myself By myself How about that Watching it You again. couldn't see Yourself by yourself Or inviting someone else But perhaps if someone Invited you to watch it You might watch it yeah, I wouldn't say no It's enjoyable Alright Billy Bean Fuel of the Dreams uh, I already forget I forgot about like half they, What is Oh yeah Chris Pratt Is that all you team. watched On the 11th That's all I watched On 1-1 on the mm. 11th, I watched, coincidentally enough, Field of uh, Dreams. another baseball movie. It's Suspiria, the famous Dario Argento film. <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. I watched the movie Field of Dreams, which was recommended to me by Mason Phillips on my list. he? Yes. And uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was amazing. For some point, for some points of it, I didn't really get the point of it. Um, I think, but I think it it gave us it's it, starring Saul Goodman, right? What no, get it? Yeah, that's funny. Uh, it got across this message of like, of like the uh, the like importance of the American spirit of baseball and how you know it's you know you know stood the test of time and it, it's Baseball, just, you mean? Yes, that's yeah. what I said. <laughs> it's, it's been rooted in American <laughs> it is. history, and it's just a constant in America. I mean, f- for the last hundred years or so, at the time of the recording of the movie, but yeah. now more now. Um, so yeah, I, I think when that, was this released? It was released in in the eighties. Wow. In nineteen eighty nine. So, I watched. Uh, I think the last baseball game I ever went to before Carbón Cabonabiwis? The last baseball movie you ever went to before coronavirus. No, it's pretty specific. That's not what I said. What did you say? You said Cabonabiwis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it. Well, I just remember one day watching, going to a baseball game with my dad. <laughs> you said baseball movie. Did I say baseball movie? I meant baseball game. Okay. Pretty he sure. Lied, it was one it. of the last uh, baseball games I ever s- seen, ever saw, like in person, before coronavirus hit. And they were having an ad. You know how they advertise bobbleheads? And they also advertise hot dogs. And they also advertise popcorn. Popcorn. And they also advertise the pretzels. The shuffling game. Well, one of the advertisements was... I don't think they really advertise the shuffling game. I think they just do it. <laughs> and now the shuffling game. 20 minutes. All right. It's time for the shuffling. No. But uh, one of the ads said, and then next week we're going to play Field of Dreams on the field. And you can watch it on the field. I say, that's pretty cool. Wow. But I, pr- I think that already happened though. Wow. And then 600,000 people died of the coronavirus worldwide. Wow. Anyways. Extremely low number. Well, if you look at the comparison between the number of cases and the number of deaths, it's pretty high. But. There's only there's 7 billion people though. Mm, we got more. That's true. I'd say about 6 billion people should die and then the population uh, would be much better.
1: To, we have to way more
0: resources. Statistically speaking, um. Only one-seventh of the people in this family would survive, Kevin. Do you really want that? Well, not us. So we'd be a statistical miracle and all four of us would survive? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's awesome. I think if there was a virus strong enough to kill six billion people, it would kill the last one billion. No, because it's intentional to leave one billion. Oh. And the virus kills people. Dan also does a 17th snap instead of a half snap. Yeah. So, how did you like A Field of Dreams? I already told you. Didn't I? I don't think you gave really that many thoughts on it. Oh. Well, it's a movie about. Are you going going for the 1,000 measures? Wow. 1,003 now. Well, actually, 1,003 bars. Bar. 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 Field of Dreams is a movie about Kevin Costner who lives on a farm and one day his magical voice comes down from the sky and says, if you build it, he will come. And then he interprets that as, I have to build a baseball field, and he does. He builds a baseball field in his farm and he basically goes bankrupt and uh, everyone thinks he's in- mentally and in- criminally insane and they try to... S- get his property because he's not paying his mortgage. But, anyways, eventually, uh, a famous baseball player by the name of Shoeless Joe Jackson comes to his baseball field, and he's dead. Um, He's a ghost, right? Yeah, he's a ghost. And uh, he basically essentially sets him... Well, he doesn't actually doesn't set him. Actually, uh, the voice sets him. But, basically, a bunch of these ghosts start coming to the baseball field to play baseball. And, um and only people who I guess believe basically uh, in it will see the baseball players and um, much like the movie I'm gonna Mason just texted you Uh, much like in the movie Hook and uh, he, he gets set on a journey to find some activist and go go back to his farm and do go find a doctor or something. It's a bit of a long journey, but basically the point is like baseball has touched the hearts of everyone and yeah, I don't know. It's not I don't think it's that impressive of a story, but it's good. Um for the time being oh yeah, what'd you give it? I gave it three and a half stars. Oh yeah? That's what I gave Moneyball. Yeah, I think if I, I think if I like, actually cared about baseball, I might like it a lot more. But yeah, those are my thoughts on the nineteen eighty nine film starring Kevin Costner, Field of Dreams. Hmm. Well, did you didn't. watch anything on the twelfth? Uh huh. I watched one thing. Did you watch anything on the twelfth? Yeah, I watched th- th- three things. Oh my gosh. Four things. Five oh my things. Gosh. I Watched five things on the twelfth. Oh gosh. Five things. I can't even oh. handle that. Proceed. Should I say it now? Yes. Then you'll just talk for five hours. Okay. I guess I'll do my first three first. How oh, about you do your first two, and then we do the third one well, at the same time that I do mine, and then you do the last two by yourself. <laughs> at the same time? Well, the set. Well, the second one is a short film, so. Oh okay. Like it really counts. Uh. So on the twelfth, I watched History of the World Part One. <sighs> Uh, which is a Mel Brooks comedy. Uh, this one was... Where are you getting all these from? Video Depot? I mean, uh, New New D Netflix? Netflix? Well, uh, yeah. The silent movie was available on um, on Apple TV somewhere. And I believe Robin Hood, Med in Tights, and uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It are also both available. But Life Stinks. Which is Mel Brooks's, uh st- uh, most serious film uh is not so I have to get that one rented off of DVD Netflix, mm. but anyways, History of the World Part One is basically a um, like a a a an an anthology I guess, but it's uh three different time periods, um, starting from Roman times. Well, actually, the funniest part is the very beginning I think, um, where they where it starts out in like like caveman times and they show like the introduction to singing and they 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 say like uh, singing was invented when one caveman dropped a, a stone on uh, another caveman's foot and the sound he made when screaming was pleasurable and he thought it sounded good, so he kept on throwing a stone on his foot to keep That's the sound going. And then they cut to, and they cut to a, and then they cut to a large chorus of people and just a bunch of men to their sides throwing stones on them to orchestrate That's sounds. That's funny. So that that was like the funniest part of the movie, basically. And the rest of the movie is a couple is uh, Roman times, and then like the, the times new Roman. Yeah, times new Roman. Roman times new. Yeah, yeah. Um, the time yeah, Roman Roman times. Blar blar new bar, <laughs> and then they go to the Spanish Inquisition, which actually was pretty good. It was a it was a nice musical sequence. It's pretty much all it was, pretty pretty good. I recommend watching that even by itself. I would say, because because you don't need the rest of the movie to put to put it into context. It's just like a standalone mm-hmm. thing. And then they cut to French Revolution, French Revolution, and um, pretty much the. The two there, uh, the two pieces of bread in that situation, Roman times and French uh, Revolution, are pretty bad. I would say not very entertaining. Um, just, I mean, a couple of funny parts, but mostly not really worth it. Not a good story, and uh, yeah, I think a couple of just moments that are just super, super funny, but not a lot of good, uh, you know, compelling characters or story because I can't just watch can't just watch funny bits for an hour and a half if it's just that there has to be some sort of story or else I can't I lose interest but yeah so I give it two and a half stars mm, that's too bad so actually, it's actually actually it's two and a half bad <laughs> and then I also watch actually be- it's three bad <laughs> actually it's three and a half bad. And what did you, did you watch? The History of the Entire World Part Two. No, I actually watched the History of the World in three minutes flat. Fun fact: There is no History of the World Part Two. Yeah. What? Yeah. Was he ever gonna make one? Nope. Just uh, a just a joke. Uh, no, because at the very end of the movie, there's a joke where they cut to, and then in History of the World Part Two, and then they sh- and then they and then they show like Hitler on ice, and they show Hitler ice skating, and then they say mm. Jews in space, and then there's a giant uh, star of david shaped spaceship flying throughout space and a couple of those. but yeah uh, i watched well i just watched because um i was looking at the i just searched up history of the world part 1 and then uh, at the bottom of it was a movie called history of the world in 3 minutes flat uh, which oh, is yeah? a short film. Apparently, have you seen History of the Entire World in Night or uh, whatever? I guess whatever the video is called. Mm-hmm. I never History seen History of the Entire World. I guess I have seen it. But is yeah. it good? Yeah, it's it's funny. I know that your friend Ben Cole likes it. Yeah, he does like it. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I watched that nineteen eighty Oscar nominated short film, History of the World With in Three boobs. Minutes Flat. Yeah, there's uh, breasts on a very voluptuous woman oh. in the beginning of the movie at (laughs) that voluptuous woman believe it or not take are you sitting down for this was eve of the famous uh biblical tale adam and eve i would i I would would have guessed yeah you actually you did guess so you take the would have out of that satan i guessed yeah but yeah history of the world in three minutes flat i gave a higher score than history of the world part one Simply because it got straight to the point, good animation. I'd say it's a it's a well, it's a well, I mean, it's no, like, color, but I like the animation style. It's sort of, I mean, you can see what it looks like. It kind of looks like a Flintstones cartoon or something. It looks stuff. like the Tootsie Pop commercial. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like that the animation style, and it was, like, a very rapidly paced, obviously biblical-centered, like, had, like, Adam and, and uh, Eve and stuff. And it, very funny, um... Uh, I guess it just, like, took through rapid scale, like, like kinetic animation. Like, one thing changing to the other was pretty cool. And I'd recommend watching because it, it's only three minutes long. Four minutes wow. long. Yeah. And then, well, I'll do... Should one. I watch it today? Sh- yeah. In fact, you should watch it right now. Oh, yeah? No. And then, f- well, I'll, I'll say, watch it today. I'll say okay. one more and then you can say yours. Okay. Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers, creepers. creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those eyes? It's a good song. Yeah, anyways, I like that song, but I watched the movie Suspiria. I you watched Jeepers, Creepers. No, I was joking again. That was another Suspiria joke. It was a callback but to you earlier. did actually watch Suspiria, didn't you? It was you? a callback to earlier when I said, um,. Uh, and then I watched a baseball movie called Suspiria so I, I know you did but is not similar actually, actually watch Suspiria so I'm confused I did watch Sus- Suspiria so I'm confused I did also watch Jeepers Creepers I'm confused I will now be discussing Jeepers Creepers okay uh jeepers creepers i it started out pretty well i guess uh it was shot pretty well i think it, it's surprisingly well shot for the quality of the rest of the movie i guess like the cinematography is pretty much the best thing about it cinnamon toast also i know i take it back the best thing about it is that mrs dabney is in it oh uh, uh, something instagram story yeah what year is that made it was made in 2001 same year as born Yes, Kevin. The same year you were born. Little did Mrs. Daddy know, She a little boy was being born that same year. Let's see, let's see what, let's see uh, Jeepers, how popular Jeepers. it is in the year 2001. Uh, Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those peepers? 40, Jeepers. looks like it's the 46th most popular film of 2001. Wow! So it's in the top 50. Yeah. When I was born then. What's the, what's the number one film? Shrek? Did Shrek come out that year? I think so. Uh, no. Spirited Away. Spirited Away. Then Lord of the Rings, then Donnie Darko, then Harry Potter never and the Philosopher's Kane? Stone. i never seen those first three but I saw the fourth one. Uh, My own year. I have not seen the third one. I have seen the others. You three. haven't seen the Prisoner of Azkaban? What? You say you haven't seen the third Harry Potter movie. You <laughs> it's, I haven't seen the third one. I haven't seen the third movie in that list, which is what like, oh, which I mean thought you were talking Yes, I know. I was just kidding. Okay. Can I? Would you like me to talk about Jeepers, Jeepers Creepers? Jeepers Creepers good featuring Mrs. Dabney and me. Jeepers Creepers was not good. I think it was a pretty, pretty abysmal experience. I mean, no, nah, I wouldn't say abysmal. Abysmal is a pretty strong word. It was a pretty bad experience. Uh. It's uh, not a good horror movie. I don't think it's not scary at all. It's just very, very... It's not um, supposed to, though. It's like more of a Not really. I mean, I... It is more childish. It's it not, seems like it from what the title... It's not really childish at all. I mean, the movie ends with a shot of the main character's... Uh, the main character's eye, uh, eyes being taken out of his head and mm. two holes... Hmm. Punctured basically into his head, and you could Maybe see through it was him. Was it like, yeah, oh, was, was it rated R? Most definitely, yeah. Oh, then I guess it's not a kid's movie. It's not. It's definitely not a kid's movie. Alright, well, I don't know you where like you it? got that impression. Just sounds like it. Jeepers Creepers. Did you like it? No, <laughs> that was pretty you think bad. it was abysmal? I'm attempting to explain, but you keep on asking me questions. Which is okay, I'm just saying, but you, I'm just but you're acting like I'm not trying to answer which I am I'm just curious answer. about if you liked Jeepers Creepers I didn't like it no would you like so me what to, made it bad would you like me to expound upon that point yes what made it bad um I think it's just um oh my goodness gracious me oh my it's just not very scary stuff you know sometimes it's just not scary it's uh the horror, horror villain so to speak did not frighten me or give me any sort of Feeling whatsoever. No, that's too bad. My cold, motionless body. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, your hand is sweaty. Yeah, I know. Your hands, a little sweaty. hands are sweaty. I can't handle sweaty. It. But I like the cinematography. I like the song used. It's very. I like. I like when old songs are used in movies. Instantly adds uh, creepiness factor. It is true. Did uh, they play that song in it? Peepers Creepers, Where did you get those peepers? Yeah. They didn't, yeah, that's where, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it, it's fun, it's like a, it's kind of a, f- it's not like a laugh out loud funny, but it's like a fun time movie, like, it's not like, it's not like terrible to watch, it didn't bore, it didn't bore me, it just didn't entertain you, didn't entertain me, but it didn't bore me. Sounds like you would, sounds like it's mediocre. Yeah. Oh yeah, what was no. it? No. It wasn't me. It wasn't mediocre. It was bad, but it was, like, in, a f- in an entertaining way. Mm. Campy? No. Yeah. I would say campy. Well, that has been the episode. <laughs> <Minnesota. laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. Uh, Mrs. Dabney was good in it. And uh, I, think the, I think it's just a... Yeah. So I'm, okay, I'm uh, what did you watch on the 12th? Six of this book, right? Now. Chapter six? Chapter, chapter seven. Are you part of the Prisoner of Azkaban? Actually, chapter eight. You're such a slow reader. You should really think about getting chapter Audible, chapter especially because you're spending eight hours a day in your car. You, you would be so surprised by how quickly you can get through books if you can just listen to them in your car, especially if you listen to it. I would zone out. I have to read it. Especially if you listen. Have you tried it? I've tried it before. I have to have the book in front of me if I'm also listening to it. I'll just zone out. Hmm. I've been listening. Well, Today I listened to the episode with Luke and Sam manil <laughs> you just Instead of Instead of Instead of trying to listen to a book You just li- Re Re, list, re- uh, Listen to old episodes of her podcast mm-hmm. Have you like Ripped fun. Have you ripped all of our podcasts Onto CDs No I Brought a speaker with me This day uh, Today Uh Okay Um okay. okay Kinda weird buddy I only have four hours left In Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix Wow well, I haven't even started it. To- Wow. Three hours and nine minutes, actually. Which is actually only an hour and a half. Uh, hour and thirty-four fifty. What did you watch in the top? Uh, Alexander Payne's film, Election. Again? Yes. I've seen it three times Did you watch it now. with Mason? I did, yes. Rest in peace, Mason. the last movie you watched before he died. Um... Did you have a fun time? Oh, I had a blast. Mason really liked it, as did I. Afterwards, did I you? I didn't all of a sudden hate it. <laughs> I still like it. Afterwards, did you uh, engage in a sweet, long-lasting embrace? No, I. Give each other day. a gentle peck on the cheek no. before you departed forever. No, because I still spent multiple hours with him after that. Oh, yeah. What did you do that at the end? No, I my last words to him I think were well have fun in Utah. That's really and sad. I left. And I said okay, have fun in Humboldt, and then I left. That's so sad. Why? Seems like he didn't have any sort of a, a drawn out emotional goodbye. You just said goodbye to each other. Well, I'll see him again. You need emotional closure. But he's not closure. He didn't die. He's just in Utah right now. Utah is so far away. that he, He's pretty much as good as dead. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, I watched Election Mm -hmm. with my friend Mason. Yeah, I heard. You just told me. And I loved it. I honestly can't stress this enough how good the movie is. Mm. You should watch it. It's not going to be my official recommendation (laughs) this week, but I have it on Blu-ray, and you should just watch it this week because it's so great. Mm -hmm. I just can't get over how great it is. Every single character is so memorable. Not that there's that many of them, but Paul Metzler especially. He's one of my favorite characters ever. He's so funny. And uh, it's just really great I love, I love the whole Tracy Flick versus Mr. McAllister thing The whole thing, how it just gets worse and worse And Mr. McAllister's wife, life, I mean, uh, gets just kind of worse And everything starts going downhill It's just really honestly phenomenal It's kind of genius and awesome It's also based by, on a book um, So I'll have to check that book out sometime but, yeah, I just love it. It's so great. It's so funny. I love the... Excuse me. I love all the different narrators. How There's four different kind of narrators. Never seen you it. You've never seen it, so you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But uh, you should, actually. I have it on Blu-ray, on the Criterion Collection, and it's really great, and I highly suggest you watch it. The problem is there's so, so many other great movies out there. How do I just pick one? But you should just pick this one, because it's great. What if I don't like it as much as you do? And you probably won't. It's so sad. But I've seen it like three times in a month. I love it. You should, you should trim your mustache. It's coming into your lips. Yeah, that's why I bite it off sometimes. You should just trim it with some scissors. Very simple, I would imagine. Last time I tried that, I got a Clark Gale mustache, which caused me to shave my whole face. Well, just trim it right up to your, to your the bottom of your lip it's not that easy no. um but yeah things. it really is just incredibly enjoyable it's really geniusly done there's so many just great scenes it's so clever it's so smart it's so sharp it's so well acted it's so well written it's so well shot i really just love it every single minute is a joy to watch and yeah I was very emotional that's harmful. all I have to do I mean say there's not yeah. really much of a like, discussion to be I had I look forward to your thoughts so, next time you watch it so you should watch it and then we can and talk I about it together sit and listen we can talk about it together uh, I honestly could watch it tonight and what's not, your I wouldn't favorite, be bored what's your favorite it. frame of the movie uh, my favorite frame of the movie honestly my favorite shot is probably the vending machine the vending machine scene, and it just holds on Matthew Roderick's face. Classic. His facial expression is just so golden. Gotta love it. It says, you can just hear what he's thinking from that facial expression. It's a, it's course. beautiful, funny, amazing scene. I could tell right away. Yeah. So you should actually watch it, and then one day we could have a discussion on it. But, you know, we could have a discussion on right now. It's crazy though, I've seen it only three times in, like within the past month and a half or something. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. You're so stupid. But, Um, I've only seen it three times. I mean, I've only seen it three times so far. And it's already one of my favorites of all time. And I I could watch it again tomorrow, honestly, and not be bored by it. It's so good. I can't (laughs) wait to watch it so many times until I die. Awesome. Yep. Well, would you like to talk about the worst opinion in the entire world that you ever had? Okay. Or we could just have a... uh... A uh, civilized, productive conversation. I, just, with I a just need, mutual to, I aim just need of to hear how gaining a broader perspective on how that. in the world that you gave Snatch five out of ten. Uh, I just need to hear your explanation. So I watched the movie Snatch. <laughs> I watched the movie Snatch uh, a couple days ago. I watched it because I'm the Guy Ritchie film. Could you just let me talk? <laughs> <laughs> we both know it's directed by Guy Ritchie. There's no need to ask. But I just want to. Tell everyone at home that it was it was directed by Guy Richie and, and I just know that by heart. It's true. I a, guess I guess I do the same thing as well because I'm a cinephile. Well, I'm a kinophile actually. So well, it's better uh, than I'm a, a cinephile. pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, um, I didn't say that. Anyways, what were you gonna say about Snatch? Oh, sorry. Hi, Kevin's employers. In ten years, <laughs> nice to meet yeah, you. That's funny. Um, I watched the movie Snatch because I'm watching all of Guy Ritchie's films. Uh, I went into it expecting to like it. I thought it Are looked you? kind of like a... F- I didn't know that. What? When did you make the decision to go through his entire filmography? Well, because I... Uh, well, actually... I guess technically I don't really have to anymore. Because my... Originally <laughs> I was trying to watch all of Guy Ritchie's films because I thought Sherlock Holmes 3 would be directed by Guy Ritchie. But apparently it's not. Well, I will But I think I'll watch them anyways because I've already started it. And it's already on my list, so might as well no harm in doing it I've seen 3 of them you didn't see Aladdin remake no what did you no i just thought you did that's why i said 4 instead of 3 no i have also seen f- i've seen 4 of his films yeah i'm not going to watch his entire filmography cuz some of them sound boring and i don't want to watch Aladdin Reddit. okay i watched the movie snatch that would be funny it kind of looked like a lot of, like train spotting uh, but I didn't end up enjoying it all that much. I thought it was enjoyable for some parts, but mostly I just felt detached from the movie. I couldn't get interested in the uh, plot at all. The plot was uh, a bit convoluted for my taste. Uh, I did I, I understood it, I would say. It was just poorly drawn out. Uh, I think it was a poor plan to present it. I didn't see any particular reason why um, the plot was basically told... In two parts, I guess, in two different perspectives. I didn't really. Well, I wasn't really all that interested in either perspective. I suppose Brad Pitt was uh, pretty fun and uh, pretty cool character. He one of the best. But mostly, he's ever done. but mostly, I just um, didn't care. Is all I would say. I think it had a had good had good some good scenes some entertaining scenes but I didn't care about them um because I wasn't emotionally invested in anything about it Kevin is nodding his head I'm actually shaking my head in disapproval shaking his head in disapproval alright well those are my thoughts on Snatch I guess we can move on to you don't have any uh you're just a lost cause you don't don't have any rebuttals well I'd like you to sell me on the move I mean, you just watched it if you didn't like it. I don't know how you can like it. Well, what you, how come you liked it? Well, what would you say is wrong about what I said? I don't know. I wasn't listening. I was just thinking about how <laughs> much I want to watch Snatch again. Oh, okay. You really. It's so listening? freaking good, Zach. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so well edited and so well paced. Is it? The ending is so good. <clears throat> that one scene where they're all chasing each other and then they crash. It's so well edited. The whole Lenny James storyline is so entertaining with this, with Snatch the dog. It's so great. Brad Pitt as the the featherweight champion or or whatever lightweight boxing guy. That, that scene is so funny when all the bets are on him, and then he he just punches the guy one hit and then he's down. And then the guy whoever and that one scene with all the this is actually a slur, um, so it's not good to say, but that's what they say in the movie. The gypsies. Uh, when they all attack, you know, that one part. Because they're trying to burn down Brad's Pitt Place. Brad Pitt's Place. That scene is so good. It all comes well, so well. It's all started. So, it just builds so well. All, it's like. It's kind of like Game of Thrones, is what I say. It's just multiple storylines, and they all slowly start to coincide and inter, interloop and go together until it's all just a beautiful finale. And then my, I, the ending is so good when he, they finally get the diamond or whatever. And he stamps it and it says the end. I just got. I did. I got up and clapped. I remember doing that because it was just so good. I just had to. It's just so brilliant. Wow. And honestly, if you didn't like that, I don't think you'll like the Gentlemen. They're pretty similar. I saw Carson Runquist didn't like the Gentleman. He gave it a five out of ten, and I said, What well, how could you have that such a uh, dumb of an opinion?" But maybe he probably wouldn't like Snatch either. They're two similar movies. Mm. Well. One day I will re-watch it and see if my opinion changes. I, I feel like I, I wasn't really emotionally invested in the characters either. But it's just so entertaining. It's just so well acted. Everything's so precise. You know, it might have been because I was sleep deprived. That might be That's it. It's possible. And the plot definitely is convoluted. But you have, I was lost for like 30 minutes, but you, you kind of just get to slowly start to figure out what's going on as the movie goes further. I can't I can't wait to watch it again. I so love it. It's so good. Mm. Well, that dog is so funny. Perhaps when you watch it, I it's can such watch a it with hilarious movie. Lenny James is so good. Uh, first thing, first movie I've ever seen him in besides Break, uh, besides The Walking Dead. Yeah, Morgan from The Walking Dead. Don't know who that is. He was the he was the black guy mm. with the dog. You know. Oh. He says, "Hey, don't snatch." I think he says that. He's in the wa- Walking Dead. He played Morgan for Brilliant. season one. and then he was also in cool. season three. That's awesome for one episode. and then he became a recurring character in season five. And yeah. then he left the show and moved to Fear the Walking Dead or he's currently still. That's really cool uh, acting, which I, I don't watch either of those shows anymore because they're both bad. That's cool. I already knew all that. All right, well, would you like to, would you like to talk about Suspiria? Sure, I've never seen it, so you can tell me what you thought about it. Uh, I thought it was I really. Have either of them. It was really great. Uh, I liked. You watched the original, right? Yes, the, the original. Two thousand eighteen. Yeah, I watched the nineteen seventy seven version, directed by Dario Argento, who Sergio Corbucci. J J Bauman talks about a lot, and uh, so. I'm interested in watching some of his other movies, but I like this one a lot. I think it was um, basically just very s- s- a very sensual—not <laughs> sensual, but you know, like sensory. That's the right word. Completely different meanings. It's a very sensory experience. Mm. Just lots of. Uh, first of all, I love the score. The score is probably. Like like the best part of the movie, like score is a ten out of ten. It's just so creepy and amazing. Um, it's like this. It's like this really creepy like. Uh, it's called like Goblin. It's like it's like uh, it's like there's like these really creepy sounding like men going la 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 like in the background or not in the background but like in the song. It's a, you have to listen to it. But it's really good. Wow. Um, well, look at that. Audio. Anyways uh i like the yeah the music is amazing i think it's just a very um it's just sort of a film where it really allows you to feel the 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 senses of the of the place you're in you know when it's raining in the movie it really you can really feel all the rain it's just like lit in such a way it's like oh man it's raining and uh (laughs) Yeah, I love the, uh, it's in, it's in the, it's in, like, the most beautiful shots of all time video, which I like a lot, uh, the shot of the main character, um, driving in a, in a taxi, and there's, like, red light shining on her. I love that shot, of course, as I assume everyone who's seen the movie does, and, um. Yeah, well, I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's true. I have seen Snatch though. It's a it's a it's a, you know, it's an Italian film directed by an Italian director. It's in English language, but it's I believe is it like Is it like the Dollars trilogy where it's dubbed over? Yes. That's what I was about to say. <sighs> it's dubbed over, which I I think I think especially in this movie really I guess works to its advantage. I think I mean it's not intentional, I guess, cuz it's just like a, the way they shoot the films just to like to cut down on like audio people or something but i think in this film it really actually helps it it makes it feel more like dreamlike and like that's because like the i mean it's not super noticeable particularly like it's it syncs really well so it's like it feels more dreamlike the disparity between the the sound of the natural place and like the voiceover and how you can tell it's slightly off it makes it add to the feeling of like a, a mystical, magical place. And it's a horror it's a horror film about a girl who goes to a dance academy and uh, there's a bunch of like evil, like cult type witches hmm. who are trying to hunt down students and stuff and the movie starts with a really great scene. It was probably the best part of the movie at the beginning when uh an old student like leaves leaves the classroom and gets hunted by the monster. The movie who we don't really see or it, it also doesn't really matter but um it's a it's a very it's just a very you know sensory horror film that the, the plot doesn't particularly matter all that much it's all about like getting to the um good beautiful filmmaking of it so yeah very very creepy i think it is legitimately a creepy film i like it i think that's I don't think it's a masterpiece because it at some points it's just like not very engaging at some points where it's just like kind of the lulls um, of her like talking to her friend or something. I mean, that always serves a purpose. And also there's like a scene where it's very exposition heavy which I think could have been done better. And, uh, you know, some of the stuff, exposition could have been done better, but... For the most part, it's a very well-done, creepy film. Hmm. And that's all I watched on the 12th. Did you watch anything on the 13th? Nope. This is a riveting conversation. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Nope. No, sir, I did not watch anything on the 13th of July, 2020. No, it's not anything it's about that. It's just, you know... That's kind of boring, me talking about movies and you not responding... Uh yeah, well did you like Suspiria? There's that good. That's not a good question. <laughs> you got to dig deeper than that, Kevin. Like what? What did you like about I don't know. It? I just told that was what I did. For, were you listening? Do you like are you, literally, you like the rain. Do you literally are you do you actually tune me out when I'm talking to you? <laughs> no, you like the rain. Yeah. Is it? what else did I say? You sensory. They dubbed over cuz it was Italian. Uh, you like the shot of her in the car, and there was red, and it was Dancy, and there was a monster, but it, the plot doesn't really matter because it's all about getting to the horror. And there was evil men in the background going. <laughs> no, they weren't actually in the movie. they were in the audio, in the song, in the um, theme soundtrack. <sighs> what are you doing on your phone there? I'm just texting my friend Ivy. Oh, tell her you're recording a podcast. Thumbs up. Hang ten. <laughs> What's that? Uh, you're you're doing? Come What's around that? six forty-five. Bart Simpson's thumb. It's Homer Simpson's thumb. Should I text her that? You like my wallpaper? What are you going to her house at six forty-five? Mhm. Do you like my wallpaper? Uh yeah. What are you doing at her house? Oh, just you know. Playing Cards Against Humanity with her and Corinne, probably. And then having a conversation. Hmm. Sounds fun. <laughs> yep. People do when they hang out. This podcast really sucks for the viewers because um, they don't know what we're talking about. Cool, huh? Doesn't do that on iPhone. <laughs> okay. Feel me? Doesn't do that on iPhone. Yeah. Shit, we should just move your phone somewhere else because you don't need it anymore, right? Because you know what movie you watch big. I do, yeah. So you don't need it. So you give just me put it there. I'll, that's what I was going to do, but I want to do it myself. i just put it on the laundry hamper for those of you at home. For those of you at home, Zach actually just put it in the laundry hamper. For those of you at home, uh, Kevin actually just picked it out of the laundry hamper and then proceeded to put it back in the laundry hamper because he's a control freak. No, I just wanted to do it myself. Control freak. Well, you're just a freak, plain and simple. Oh my God! This actually oh, sucks. It's going so well at the beginning. I think it's still going well. well. It's going terribly. You just have to rerail this train. Okay, we're fun. It was when you started bad mouthing Snatch. Just when it got bad. Jeepers! Okay, we got to do something to revitalize the conversation. Maybe we should do some more trivia. <laughs> I don't get it. What's the movie? Is that from? Uh, the Big. You mean Sleepover? Okay, but I get to be on the top. <laughs> That would be from Big. Actually, it's from no movie. The actual quote is You mean sleepover? Okay, but I get to be on top. I said on the top. uh okay. How about I wish I was Big? I was from Big. Would you like some quotes from the movie We Are Little Zombies? No. No quotes approved yet for you We you are, can are Little talk Zombies? about the next movie that you watched Bungalow. Is so I'm interested fun. to hear what you watched. Okay. Uh, I watched the movie Palm Springs. Never, I've never heard of that. Never heard of it even. Never heard of it even. You've actually never heard of it. Never, Carson Runquist just Actually, reviewed. never heard of it. For real, you've never heard of it. Maybe if I see the poster. It's a new release. Oh, so the with one Andy Samberg. Oh yeah, I've, I've heard of it. I, I didn't told know, you I about didn't know it. it. It was called Palm Springs. Okay. If you saw the Andy Samberg film Palm Springs, I would have been like, oh, the new one with the pink poster. Yeah. 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 So I really love this movie a lot. I thought it was great. Um, this movie is funny, but more than that. Is it on Hulu? It's really a... What's it on? It's on Hulu. Okay. Maybe I'll watch it. Okay. You should. Okay. It's right. really... Uh, it's really a, a, It's also a romance film. It's a science fiction romance comedy. Slash fantasy. Science fiction. Slash fantasy. Although it is very sciency in nature. Um, Although it does have some fiction. Science fiction and romance, yeah, too. that's what I meant to say. No. science fiction I'm sure it's comedic because it has Andy Sandberg, yep, it has Andy Sandberg in it, also it's comedic and science fiction <laughs> I can't talk about the movies this is it you you just say anything like that it is an interesting commentary you can you can talk you can in interact with me in a way that's more interesting and compelling than that I have to. Have to give me instructions on how to interact with you. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you have a scar tissue there. Does that hurt? <laughs> Does it still hurt? It doesn't hurt at all. It just feels like you're touching my skin. Hmm. Interesting. So this feels the same as this? Yes. Feels exact same. Interesting. Can I tear it apart again? I don't want you to. <laughs> you probably couldn't. But don't want to risk it. So what did you think about Palm Springs? Okay. Let me tell you, *Palm Strings was really great. Uh, it's a time travel film. It's like *Groundhog Day*. Oh, is it? They go back in time. Did I already tell you this? I don't remember. You must have been in some sort of weird trance or something. They go back in time uh, every day. You know, they basically it's a loop. So and like, Happy Death Day. And the movie starts with. <laughs> is it? Can you, can you break down what? What led you to to think that there's any reasonable possibility that the premise of Happy Death Day is different from Palm Springs? Eh? Huh? Because, I don't know. You said it's a time loop, it's time travel, and it's a time loop, and I would I just clarify. It's similar to Happy I said, Death Day? I said they travel back every day, it's a time loop movie. That That is the premise of Happy Death Day. Correct. I'm just trying to make so so sure. What cast the doubt in your head? Just that I might be wrong. What confused you? Nothing. I just am sometimes wrong about things, and I don't to really clarify it in my head, so I could visualize the movie that you're talking about. Also, also similar to Groundhog's Day. Yeah. So you needed three. <laughs> you need three points of of connection to understand what type of movie it was. Just to be clear. No, I just I was making sure because time loop could be different. What if it's like uh, I don't know something? Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban of like i did homie. say they they travel back in time every day also but i don't know if, i don't know what that means they travel back in time every day like they wake up in 2020 and they go let's go to 1973 today and then the next day they go let's go to 1954 see that's, that's true that's a good point well done kevin <laughs> i have proven my confusion clarified it as well you should be famous philosopher confucius doesn't make any sense not a good joke Palm Springs is a time loop movie about nope, not a- at all. Andy Sam, <laughs> uh, Andy Samberg, who has been in this time loop for essentially, uh, you know, could be years, could be decades, could be literally centuries. At this point, uh, Andy Samberg has been in this living this same day for so long that he has fir- that when asked what his job was before the time loop, he, he genuinely could not remember. Wow, and he. The, the time loop situation that he, was, he, he when he got into the time loop, he, um... Well, the way he got into it is that he, like, walked into, like, a giant rift in space-time that was caused by an earthquake, and he got stuck in it. Keep talking. I'm sorry, what are you doing there? I'm itchy right here. Okay. Because itching is lower stuck. Uh, yeah... And my stomach is inside of me, actually. Any ab- abdomen currently digesting a bucket of mac and cheese. For our viewers at home, he got <laughs> he got goes- see my stomach. <laughs> he, goes- <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes back in every day. Yes, at the same point in time, and he's he wakes like up. Confucius. He's in a <laughs> he's in a wedding. He's in a wedding, uh-huh. and uh, he's he's like the he's like the schlubby, subpar boyfriend of this of this obnoxious, arrogant um, girl who's the, I guess, step or half-sister of the bride mm. who is a great, amazing human being who's like an animal rights person and like a conservationist Jesus. and like an environmental whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dar- donates to charities, that type of person. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so he wakes up every day. He just kind of has fun, goes about uh, knowing stuff, he he does. Deli- is, is anybody else in the loop with him, or is it just being myself? I'm getting that. Oh, okay, he uh, he delivers a you know he delivers like an amazing speech, a wedding speech is like perfectly crafted, honed over like years to be the most emotionally riveting thing ever made. And uh, he does the same speech every day. Yeah, he does the same speech every day, mm. and basically. I know you're thinking, "Well, why doesn't he just like leave and like um, like go do other stuff?" Essentially, he's done everything. He's 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 explored all he wants to explore. He's essentially done. He's content with life. There's no way to kill himself. He's tried everything, and he's just sort of there. He just comes every day. He spends the first half of his day on, in a in a abandoned pool on a pizza float drinking beer, and then he goes to the wedding, he parties, he he you know, you know, hooks up as the kids say with like random girls that he's like Basically, Annie McDowell, as they say, famous expression. Did Annie that. McDowell. Annie McDowell is the uh, woman, lead woman from Groundhog Day. And uh, is that the expression? It's it's a it's an expression that uh, a YouTube channel I watch called Chris and Jack use. Oh. Uh, does he remember? it? Is the the same women? Yeah. It's sure well, it's a bunch of women. He remembers at the least woman, like two hundred right? at the wedding. There's a bunch of you women said there. lived for a million years. Yeah. But anyways. So he just drinks beers and has sex yeah. every day yeah. until he doesn't die. Yeah, he, until until nothing. He thinks he's gonna be there forever, but he meets a girl, and uh, well, he doesn't meet a girl. He talks to a girl. That he's talked to a bunch of times, and uh, eventually uh, they go to they go to that cave. Or no, sorry, J.K. Simmons is in the movie, and he is the other person in the time loop with him, and he is, and he hates Andy Samberg because of it. And he starts hunting him. Andy Samberg and J.K. Simmons were in another film, too. What movie? I forget. It might... Yeah, it's I Love You, Man. Yep, they're in I I Love You, Man. Andy Samberg plays Paul Rudd... I mean, yeah, Paul Rudd's brother, and J.K. Simmons is Paul Rudd's dad. (laughs) Andy is also his gay brother, just for a little bit more insight. However, J.K. Simmons in the movie is not gay. He's straight, and he has a wife. Okay, and they, they all had a kid named Paul Rudd. So what does J.K. Simmons do in the Palm Springs? J.K. Simmons has been pulled into the time loop, and he's essentially uh, swore to vent, uh, you know, exact vengeance on Andy Samberg. Mm. What do you do? By trying to basically cause him as much physical suffering as possible, despite the fact that he can't kill him. What do you do, though? So... He brought him into the time loop. Oh, how? On accident? Yeah, because they were talking and he accidentally like got high with him and brought him into the loop. Mm. And, uh. JK Simmons is a scary guy when he plays a scary guy, like in Whiplash. Man. Yeah. Is he scary in this too? Uh, I suppose so. Yeah, a little, but yeah. So uh, he's the villain. I don't want to give away too much. <laughs> it sounds like a very interesting, good movie that you yeah. sold me. Yeah, sounds like a very interesting, good movie. No but anyway, I'd like to watch it. Andy Samberg, fine, this is the last thing I'll say, just to set up the plot. Mm-hmm. I need it's, it takes a while to get to the actual like premise of the movie. Andy Samberg gets hunted. Basically, uh, J K Simmons is just on one of his basically you know maniacal fun ramp ramp rampages of killing, or trying mm-hmm. to kill him. Not trying, he's not trying, but trying to cause pain to him, and he shoots him with a bow and arrow. And, you know, it's funny because like, Andy Samberg is like, Oh, come on, Joe, lay off me. And as he's getting, like, stabbed in the in the chest because, you know, he's just going to wake up as soon as he dies. Mm-hmm. Does he wake up in the same bed? And he's with the girl. He's with the girl, yes. Death day he's with you. He's with the girl, and he he's, he's climbing to the cave trying to get there because once you get to the cave, time resets automatically. You don't even have to die. He gets to the cave... But the girl follows him after him, and she gets brought into the loop as well. And now there's oh, now there's man. three people in the loop, and Andy Sandberg and the girl are right next to each other. They, the girl is the sister of the bride, and Andy Sandberg's girlfriend is the stepsister of the bride, and so they're in the same house basically. Mm-hmm. And then they start to like, uh, they become friends, and eventually, a little more, if you know what I mean. And you know it's a, if it's a, it's a good romance it doesn't have too many tropes in it and uh what best friends? Just kidding. That's funny. And they go about and do stuff and it's a really interesting movie it, it, you know it really delves into the deep like psychology and, and reality situation cuz that's something Groundhog Day doesn't really get to like what if what if Bill Murray never sought to live the perfect day like he does in Groundhog Day and he just continued on forever he was basically a, he's been alive for centuries and centuries he's done everything what would happen then and Andy Samberg is kind of that guy so it's an interesting movie it's an interesting psychological type thing it's kind of like The Good Place the last season <clears throat> is it seen, I haven't. but they've been in the afterlife for so long that they just don't want to be there anymore I bet that's kind of what it is and then at the end they create a gate which you can kill yourself in the afterlife wow that's a very good yeah, ending to the show totally. yep it was a good ending only four seasons and it's a good show yeah <clears throat> but it's not on Peacock oh, um, speaking of Peacock I didn't even know it was out until yesterday it looks so bad have you seen it? I have it's like the worst layout ever and the logo looks so unprofessional but they have good movies do they? it's universal it's universal right? NBC Universal, yeah. They have a bunch. I guess they have. They have a bunch of good titles. I looked at it for about a minute, and I looked up The Office and (laughs) and the Good Place, which weren't on there. I I assume because they still have a deal with Netflix until like next year or something. They They have a. They have the thing I like the most is they have a bunch of the uh, old uh, Universal horror films, like the monster movies. That's cool, and they also have a bunch of, a couple or not a couple like ten Alfred Hitchcock movies. They have they have you know a good selection. I don't think is it's Psycho, one of them. Uh, maybe possibly the Psycho Universal film. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course it is. They have the thing at the tour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's there. Wow. What about Anyways, do the right thing? Is it on there? I don't know. Didn't check. That is a Universal film. They should have Universal Studios. They should have a whole do the right thing. Right. That'd be awesome. I'd go in it. That'd be so cool. Well, Zach, that looks like a really entertaining. And it good really, movie. really, is a great movie. It's it's the best movie I've seen so far this year. Wow, it does not say much it's not I saying much. Not saying much because there's about. I two of a them. lot of good movies. Or was it better I than I Birds s- of Prey? I haven't really seen a lot of movies. Was it better than Birds of Prey? Didn't see it. No, I did. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Uh, Christian, Milioti is in it, oh, who Christian, plays the Christian you know, Mili- Teddy's, uh, wife from and The Wolf of, Wolf of Wall Street, Wall Street. and Black Mirror and Sleepy and The Occupants wow uh yeah so and uh, yeah J.K. Simmons J.K. Simmons is absolutely great I love him in the movie he's great and yeah. in general he's great in everything he's just great he's really awesome he's bald great performance and Andy Samberg too he's bald yeah he <sighs> is Andy Samberg I don't think I've seen Andy Samberg in pretty much anything else oh no definitely have Never mind. <laughs> he's in a lot of things what he's an absolute funny. lie but uh, he's one of the most famous comedians of uh, our time I've, uh, I've seen Neighbors Clyde with the Chance of Meatballs Hotel Transylvania Nick and Nora's Infinite Place, Hotel Transylvania 2 Clyde of the Chance of Meatballs 2 Total Transylvania 3 and Space Chips Bam bum 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 could you uh, refrain from touching your nipples? <laughs> Zartog you I mean? yeah yeah Zartog from Space Chimps. yes Correct. Right. Zartog played by Jeff Daniels. I see. From From The Martian. From 101 Dalmatians. And Dumb and Dumber. From Looper. And Speed. From Steve Jobs. And Daylights and Meetings. And in Terms of Indiana. Cups of Coffee. <laughs> from Brent. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, uh, so. Yes. Palm Springs. Good place. Uh, played ch- giant chess there. And a uh, crooked photo of it will forever be uh, immortalized in my closet. I sweat my entire being out in Palm Springs. It's hot. It's a hot place. You left your soul behind there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wait, okay. I should post well, that on Instagram. I left my soul in Palm Springs. <laughs> <laughs> I watched *The Secret Life of Bees*. What's that? Uh, it's a movie. It's recommended well, to me. It's a movie, but recommended. I was a mate. Recommended to me by I believe uh, Nate who I don't know, I've never met, oh. well, I've seen I've seen him, Sounds but like you talked to him. Never met him. Never met him formally? Yeah, never, like, introduced been yourself. in the same room as him, but... So how did uh, you get his recommendation? Definitely then? probably not listening to this podcast. So how did you I get put his a, recommendation? I didn't, have any, I didn't have enough movies, so I put out a little Instagram thing saying, anyway, movie re- recommendations, and I just took... Them from those people who gave it, and he was one of them. Secret Life of Bees. Secret Life of Bees? Like the Secret Life of Pets? Nothing like it at all. Almost entirely. All I was to say, almost the polar opposite of the. Is it like the Bee movie? No. It's a. And what's it like? I'd say it's kind of like Green Book. It's about a girl who. mm, It's about a girl who. Lives in like nineteen uh, sixties, the nineteen sixties South, and she is essentially like um, not physically abused, but maybe mentally and psych- psychologically, and kind of like, uh, uh, well, maybe a little bit physically abused, but not like 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 hitting, but like like you know like pushed, slapped, yeah, like aggressively Grab. grabbing an arm, like mm. to like make a point you know unhealthy and very bad like what i do very bad uh relationship of course and she runs away from home and she and her mother is apparently like uh she died and she actually the daughter actually accidentally killed her mom when she was like three years old by accidentally just firing a gun because the mom was trying to protect herself from the husband because she was he was about Mm. to like beat her and uh she good. dropped it. It's pretty rough. But anyway, she runs away from home, and she brings along with her their housemaid, their their black housemaid, and they run away. And also, this is right after the uh, t- this movie takes place. Pretty much, the day that the Civil Rights Act was signed into like uh, mm. you know whatever signed into what came would into you say fruition? came into fruition, signed into law. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, but and they and they show how like even though on paper it was like that, like they still of course they still of course. for a very long time um, still the cops of just like turned a blind eye to like and still w- like white people like uh, you know abusing and, and still and, and, like beating up black people who are just trying to go to the voting polls and register to vote. And that's what it, that's how the movie starts. Like her, the the housemaid trying to. Um, go to register to vote and she gets like beat up because they're like oh you're trying to register to vote you can't do that because you're black you know but they run away and eventually they end up at like a honey farm that's just run by a um, a completely like very strong and independent um black family it's like a it's like three sisters I guess who are, run like a honey business and like it's like really good honey apparently And they take her under her wing. No Uh, pun intended. No pun intended. Although, although, pun realized. I did realize the pun. I was almost about to say no pun intended, and then you did. Yeah. And uh, basically, I probably spend too much time explaining plots of movies. (laughs) Uh, Did they meet him? Is the way they met the family. They were all making honey, and they turned to the girl and said, Hey, honey. (laughs) No. They, they found her. They found her because they. She saw a jar of honey at the store. She was like, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh! I don't know. We've got to go here for some reason." But basically, the movie is kind of stupid, uh, oh. in my opinion. I know sometimes sometimes people will say like, so sometimes people will say like about like white people, movies are like white people like. Does this story really need to be told? Like we need more black perspectives, and it's this a is white what white savior film, as you call and it. And this is one of the. This is one of the this is a movie where I totally, completely understand that, I completely support that idea, because that this this girl is absolutely, like, the most, like, uninteresting person on earth, and I think the movie, I think there's a character who the white girl, like, falls in love with, who is, um, who is at the farm, and he, um, he's, like, a teenager, also, who works at the farm as a beekeeper, who's black, and, uh, she I think the movie, in my opinion, I think the movie would have be been much better if, like, the girl was, like a, like, a side character. And it was, like, the story of, like, the black uh, the black teenager, um, like, working on this honey farm and dealing with, you know, injustices and stuff. And meeting this girl and stuff. And, stuff. and, dealing, and dealing with, like, the, you know, dealing with, like, oh, like, I like this white girl and, uh, you know, stuff like that. I think that would have been much more interesting. I just didn't care at all anything about this about this girl's um, story. It just wasn't interesting. I also didn't get what the you know what the message was. Is it was like, oh, it turns out the her mom was raised by this um, by this uh, you know honey bee maker or not bee maker honey maker um, beekeeper beekeeper and honey maker. It, her mom was apparently raised by this beekeeper and uh and there was some sort of like like uh magical like gravitation she fell to the bee farm she like went there, and she realized that her mom was you know you, you know was too young to be pregnant, and she got pregnant when she was very young, and that she left she actually left her father um and she like makes realizations it's just not interesting at all i didn't it just wasn't an interesting story um mm-hmm. The story, it sounds interesting. The story was Oh yeah, it's what do you think is interesting about it? No. <laughs> what do you think sounds interesting about it? But so I'm just the character. plot that you described. What? I don't know. She runs away from home? Yeah. Yeah. I mean it, sounds yeah. like it would make it for I can visualize that for like twenty minutes. I don't know what else the movie would be though. Yeah. They don't it's they don't show like them like trying to hide from like you know like you know, white supremacists going around or anything like that. They don't show like them doing that. They show like them at a river eating sandwiches or something, and then they show them in a town. She sees Annie, and then they go to the store. So there, yeah, there's not a lot of that. There's not a lot of that journey. Pretty much, most of the movie takes place at the farm, and and all of that just seems completely pointless. Nothing about it matters, and uh, I believe. There's no reason why this girl is the main character of the movie. Uh, I would say she doesn't even need to be in the movie. I'd much rather have the movie with the oh Queen Latifah. I think I guess uh, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifa is the um, honey beekeeper. Oh, wow. The movie would have been far better if it was just Queen Latifah at the bee farm, or as the character is called August Boatwright. If August Boatwright and her, her, her sisters were at the farm and they just showed stuff that went on there, that would have been much better. I didn't like the story at all. And finally, my where last you, two movies. Where did you start your Scorsese section? At the S? At the S, but Seven Samurai's, the S section is where they're. What do you mean? What? What do you mean at the S? Oh, wait. I must have done M then Yeah, M I guess yeah. Started at M For Martin Scorsese? Yes mm-hmm. Oh, okay For those of you at home, Kevin just asked me why I organized my Blu-rays the way I did Hey, this is your dirty sock Yep
1: <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I mean, this is I'm a really bad podcast
0: uh, Whenever you ask me questions like that, they don't understand well, I'm asking you, because brother. Uh, I watched The Hostage Tower. I absolutely have no idea why this was recommended to me. Um, Who recommended it to you? Jesus. Jesus, is that your friend? Mm. Or is it another person that sent you a DM? More like an acquaintance. Oh. He goes by sometimes and offers some, uh... Advice. Bun. <laughs> no, not buns. <laughs> yeah. buns. Actually, hey, buddy. So he does offer advice sometimes, but some buns, some, uh... S- sweet buns, as they're called uh, by oh, the ones with the glaze Tons. on them, honey buns. No, oh, I think they're some sort of like, like, um, I think they're I think they're still at like a restaurant on Main Street. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, yeah. I remember going to that restaurant a while ago with Lettuce and Rachel, and they got that stuff. Oh, are you talking about like the oranges bread rolls? Yeah, it's like sort of like powdered. Yeah, those are good. Never had them. Oh, they're pretty good. I've had them like once in my life. They're pretty good. Wow. Um, yeah, this this is a like a di- I guess it's sort of like Die Hard, although it's not. Um, it's not. Uh, it's not. It came out before Die Hard, uh, so it, it's it's just a hostage movie basically where they go to uh, the they go to the Eiffel Tower and they and they take hostages and uh, it came out in nineteen eighty which is a random movie. I don't even remember if, if for sure he even recommended it to me, or, or he just, or I just said to recommend, or I just told him to recommend me something, and he, and he said like, some answer, and I just tried to look up a movie that was closest to this answer, and that that was it. Wow, might have been that. Ask him. I Can't to imagine. Get a sweet roll from. Yeah, him. I never get a sweet roll. I don't believe they're vegan. Well, I, can I get one next time? Mm-mm. As long as, as you can just go to the as well as show, you where advice. they sell them. As well as some advice. Not is a good movie. Same. I'm really losing my voice. stars Billy D. Or doesn't star, but it features uh, Billy, D, Billy Williams? D. Williams. From Star Wars? Gosh, I'm really. My voice is getting really dry. Hmm. Yeah. Get okay, my 1980. Well, I do have to, have to go. So let's wrap this up. And then finally, I watched the Marx Brothers film Duck Soup. I saw that you locked it. I locked it. Yeah. Uh, you liked it yeah I logged it and liked it didn't heart it but I liked it uh okay so Duck Soup is a comedy it's uh it, it, the plot doesn't really matter it's a you know it's just a it's just a movie with a bunch of funny sequences throughout and uh you know it is, I love the mo- I love I love movies with lots of good puns right I notice a lot of older comedies uh, they, they have lots of good like just good puns and like 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 uh you know like prop type pun humor Anyway, you know what I mean? No, I don't at all, actually. I, I just don't. What do you mean? I can't think Pop of a good prop example. Prop-type pun Ben humor? Ben had a Halloween costume, um, based around, based around, like, prop, where it's like, uh, oh, I can't think of an example, uh, what would be an example? Gotta think of it. Uh... I don't know. But like uh like you know, you know like how you have a you have a thing like a glass bottle and you make a pun based around it, you know? Like don't bottle up your emotions. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you know you know what Ben did? I think he had like a belt and uh and he put like time. clocks on it. Yeah, waste of time. Yeah. Not specifically that, but just, like, like physical physical humor, but that's also, like, wordplay and stuff. It's just very funny. I find this stuff to be very funny, personally, and also a lot of good, you know, physical humor. There's a very, very funny scene where, uh, uh, like, a mirror where they're you know, like, two people that are, like, dressed similarly and uh, they're, like, a mirror and, like, trying to mimic each other's actions or one of them is trying to mimic the other one's actions. Classic comedy. It's one of the most famous comedies of all time. Or like one of the most, like... you know know, film lover-y comedies of all time and uh yeah it was it was one of the top 20 on the 1930s so that's why i watched it and really really great Uh, i gave it four stars and i think it's just really funny i don't think the plot's you know amazing but the just comedy you just think it's really just laughed so much you wouldn't believe how much i laughed you know so, so many laughs. It sounded like you laughed a lot just about your review, and you hate. I misspelled the word "had" accidentally, <laughs> and Kevin felt the need to point that out to me through a very rude comment. I wasn't rude; I was just saying. Could have done that in hate. private, but you had choose to. And I corrected it, and then he correct, and then he said "had," "had." All oh, right. Yep. Okay, tell me about. Big This brand new thing This brand new invention On the streets Big Tom Hanks Big Movie From the same director As A League of Their Own Is it? Yep That's awesome So if I wanted to meet The director of Big I would just ask D.D.A.'s mom And she would say I haven't talked to her In years And that was as far As it would get me Uh, But (laughs) D.D.A.'s mom Was in A League of Their Own That's why uh, The joke is funny D.D.A.'s a friend of mine Shout out to you, DDA. I am a person who has friends. Does, <laughs> DDA, does DDA listen to our Everything Film? No. You should. You should text him right now and tell him. Okay, uh, I thought it was I thought Big was really great. It was really entertaining. I really, really liked Tom Hanks. He gave a great performance because it was it was similar to Shazam, definitely. Um, oh yeah. I guess Shazam is similar to Big. Oh yeah, but definitely. Or did the Shazam comic come out before Big did? Anyways, Shazam comic probably came out. Um, but Tom Hanks was really good because he's playing a ki- he was playing an adult in the with the mind of a kid, and he really executed it very well. Um, this was really funny. Definitely one of the funniest films I've seen in a while. I was laughing consistently. There was a lot of great jokes. Um, what did you like so much about the toy store scene? I thought it was pretty good, but with the piano. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the most iconic film scenes of all time. Of all time. Yeah. I don't know about all time. Uh, it was a very good scene. Back me up, here. It was a good scene. It was it was showing how you didn't have to be a kid to have fun. It's great. When I, love I just think it's. the trampoline scene. I just think it's really. Uh, very wholesome. Just awesome how how the how you know, it's like the old who you typically see as a business you know grumpy old business executive I was expecting to, can, be to be mad he connects nice. with the kid and and uh they they say and they, he starts dancing and then he, and I liked when he says like piano lessons and he says like six years and then they they, they just start dancing together it's just a great expression of the child what's yes. us friendship and friendship and 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 What's the thing that Hermione says? Friendship and... Bravery. Friendship and bravery. Me, books and cleverness and outsmarting you in every situation and getting better grades than you and showing you up in all my classes and being smarter than you in every which way. But you're good at oh. it being a friend, though, Harry. Tot, 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 tot. No, Harry's not tot. smarter than Hermione in every way. That's stupid. Um, I'm talking about her. I-, I was doing a Hermione impression. Was that not clear? I was but Hermione's said, not smarter than Harry in every way. So, well you just said Harry's not smarter than Hermione in every way. So. Did I? Yes. Well, I meant to say the other way around. Let's rewind the tape. I believe you. What it? But anyways, don't have to do that. <laughs> but anyways, I really liked it. I liked the uh I liked the romance between them. It was it was pretty sad cuz at the end you're just like, well, I mean, we can't well, I guess we she can't really pedophile. date. I'm 13 and you're like in your 30s. Yep. I'm just I was about to say that's just part of life but it really isn't <laughs> <laughs> that's just what it is. but there is you know similar, similar things to that kind of like Casablanca where it says we'll always have Paris that's just I really love that, that line because sometimes you just can't have it all you're stuck with your memories and that's all you get and I relate to that um, I like the mom it was funny the scene where he walked in and he was like trying to convince his mom Classic scene. In what way? In what world would you be able to really convince <laughs> your mom? Of course. But I feel like if who wearing his underwear. I honestly feel like if he just if he if he said that the one phone call with his mom, he was pretending to like be uh, Josh's quote Josh's uh, like captor. Mm-hmm. He he should just he he sang the song that his mom sang to him I feel like if he just said I know it cause I'm Josh I told you already just believe me bruh and then he would've convinced him and then he had his friend walk over and said no that's actually Josh trust me it is he grew, he grew up they should've just done that but then that wouldn't be very definitely. entertaining it wouldn't be very entertaining of course it wouldn't but uh I definitely expected the mom and the kid to have more of a relationship they only had like a couple of I'm actually talking you're humming over my entire speech but I feel like... <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> I feel like no, if... just gouge your eye out. But I feel like uh, I definitely... I was, at home I was making the emotion of smashing a Coca-Cola uh, bottle onto the table, and then I was saying that I would gouge his eye out with it. Yes. Afterwards. Sure just okay, casual conversation. Sharp shards. Um, but I definitely expected that the mom and son would have a, like more of a fleshed-out relationship, I guess, in the movie. But it really wasn't important. It was just kind of josh mr tom hanks becoming a kid (laughs) and i really liked it there was was just a plethora of really funny scenes of tom hanks trying to be an adult in a kid's or a kid in an adult's body and then it also had a lot of scenes with some heart uh there there was a moment where i was like wow does he he, i don't think he's even gonna want to be want to go back to being a kid he seems like he's pretty got it pretty good here in his adult life. But then, of course, he went back to being a kid at the end. Mm-hmm. Because he said the only reason he would stay is for her. And... What are you doing? <laughs> seeing. I like when he says, Oh, do you want to have a sleepover? But I get a top bunk. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Innuendos. Not really an innuendo. Well, is it like a double meaning. I want to have the top bunk... He said, I want to be on top. That's what he said. Ah. Like. Yeah. Missionary. Yeah. Sex. It's a sexual indurendo. Indurendo. Um, but yeah. It was really great. I give it a four. I give it a four out of five stars. <laughs> I just broke your thumb. An eight out of ten. Fusier your Homecoming. Kevin. <laughs> Can we just do a thumbs up? <laughs> and then Zach threatened to break it. <laughs> and then I grabbed his thumb and said, what if I just broke your thumb? A classic comedy. <laughs> yeah, good movie. Classic. I'd say it's great. I, I would definitely pick this one up on Blu-ray because I, I definitely want to watch it. You feel like? Again sometime I I like feel like it. it's. Not, I feel like Dad might have bought it. He has it on... No, I feel like you might have bought it on Blu-ray. Are you I sure you don't already own it? I don't know. You're certainly I'm mm-hmm. 100% sure I know for a fact That I don't own it If really? I did I would have watched it On my projector today mm-hmm. Did you check? The crappy downstairs I didn't check I just don't need to check I know I don't have it on Blu-ray okay. Because it would be Right next to let Big Let me check Lebowski. Let me check It would just be get... right next to Big Lebowski And I would have had a thought And said hey look Big Big Lebowski just let me ch- I know I would have said <laughs> And I didn't So that's how I know It's not there Just let me check for a second You can entertain the audience at home I'm just gonna go check Just for a second here you could talk about your feeling. well um, yeah overall I really liked Big um, Zach's not here right now so I can tell you what the recommendation will be it's going to be Paddleton the uh, film from I think I believe 2019 maybe it was 18 I think it was 19 yeah just last year really good um, really great film on Netflix only 90 minutes so to you at home uh, you should watch it as well. I really recommend it. It's the only movie that's really made me. I've cried at multiple movies, but this one really made me sob like a little baby. I uncontrollably was crying, and now Zach's back with with news did. that I don't own big on Blu Ray. Like I big said, big. but in my defense, I would like to point out that I think what I was thinking of is this. Which is kind of say to the anything. Color. Big as a similar stance. Not at all. It's a white background. Not at all. I don't think so. Could you not see how he can make the mistake? Because look, look his legs his are stance. spread, but that's it. It's on a white background. He's, just like a, the, he's on just the piano. Like he's not on the piano, but it looks similar. Kind of, not really though, at all. <laughs> um, I just revealed what the recommendation was to the, I didn't he- I didn't to the viewers at home. So I know I wasn't going to. Oh okay. <laughs> But you can go back and listen to it. okay. Sure, I will. Just kidding. we will never listen to this podcast. But I guess we will sucks. talk about it right now, anyways. Huh? Okay. Do you like Big? I, I li- like Big I too. I love Big. It was really great. I had to watch it again sometime. It is my all time favorite movie ever that's ever been made. Wow. I don't think that's true. Yeah, it is. I don't think it is. This reverb all crusty. I know. So why like, don't you how stop does me? that even happen? It's I like a noodle. It's like dried up. It's like a noodle yeah. that gets dried it happens up. Happens to, but like, it's just rubber. It's having like all my rubber bands. I I put them on and then they just snap in half right away. Mm. Now I will pick that up in about five months. Ha! <sighs> so what's your recommendation, Kevin? I'm curious to see what it is. Well, it is the. Uh... Let me confirm what year it came out in, because I just said it to the audience. I'm fairly certain it's from I'm so excited To find out what it is Kevin Every week It's a new surprise Yes It's a, the 2019 film From last year Paddleton Yes yeah, so I've heard of it On Netflix Yeah a, a favorite of mine I really loved it I've only seen it once But I should definitely Check it out again It's really great It made me sob Like a little baby Uncontrollably Wow The only movie That's ever made me cry That intensely Huh pretty intense so yeah it was very intense definitely heard of it definitely wanted to watch it described very uh it's really funny it's really sad it's really wholesome and it's just a great friendship so much like our friendship really sad really funny and filled with full broken fingers right is this movie about cancer yes it's about Uh, cancer good that my joke works filled with filled with cancer yes cancerous people uh-huh. Namely, you. But funny jokes. Okay. And yes, like this, this one. Definitely wholesome. What um, Especially when you just rubbed your nipples a couple, 30 minutes ago. I was doing that to make them hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forgive me. <laughs> 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 well, let's check our email. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna make a prediction now that I'm sweating like a pig, and also that there's no emails. Thursday, YouTube creators joined the world in making a historic documentary. Uh, hold on, just lost my place. Wait, what happened? Mm -hmm. So it's from YouTube. That's the moral of the story. I think with that that about wraps up the world up and making a historic documentary episode. on July 25th and July 25th 2020 Ridley Scott and Academy Award winner Kevin McDonald will invite you to be part of Life it in Scott. a Day a historic global documentary capturing a single day on earth videos from around the world will be woven into a YouTube Originals feature film premiering at the 2021 sorry on? 2021 Sundance Film Festival this is an incredible opportunity to capture what a day in 2020 looks like from your perspective and connect with your fans in a unique and collaborative time capsule there's a link to Google learn more. We uh, It isn't, like you, isn't out yet. It's going to be premiering in 2021. We'd especially like you, our creators, to be part of this global movement... Simple, or To be part of this global movement... Movement. Sorry, movement. To be part of this global moment. Moment. Oh, sorry. Uh, a feature-length movie is more than a moment. A taking part is simple. On July 25th, grab your camera or smartphone and film your day. Submit the footage via the link link below before July 31st. That looks really cool. There is a link to learn more. Was this email helpful? Would you say, would you say uh, X crossed out dead face, frowny face, uh, mediocre face, smiley face, or super happy face with upside down V's as eyes? I'd say normal happy face. Okay, we'll at it first in. I thought it, they said it was coming on the 25th. Oh. I said that sounds really cool. Thanks, uh, Cas Games. We've, we've recorded your response. Also, copyright 2020, Google LLC, D slash B slash A, YouTube 9, 901 Cherry Avenue, San Bruno, California, right. well, 94066. Sounds like that just You about. can take us out here, and I'll just read this this uh, email. You received the, this like message because you signed just about wraps up for emails about your, your YouTube, YouTube channel, update its announcements, and personalized If you do not want to receive Zach these emails in the future, please unsubscribe here. Mike should we unsubscribe? I think it's better for us to get emails. Bottle. And, uh... Sorry, what? So anything thanks for is listening to the nice. podcast. I my letterboxed. If you want to follow me, is KVNROY or Kevin Riley? Uh my letterboxed is none of your business. You well, it's Zachary Jim. Aaron or Zachary Riley. If you want to find it, you should also follow new letterbox recruits at Sophie Darling and um, at Sophie Darling's boyfriend. At wait, who is? Yeah. Right. At Snail Grips. Snail Grips, ah. which is the name of Sunny Santana's account. Oh, okay. I don't think anyone listens to this podcast anymore because Luke doesn't seem to listen to it. More so, I guess we're just talking. No, I'm the only uh, one that listens to it. Uh, yep. <laughs> I like to listen to it. I do. My close All right. Well, yeah. So go follow me, Zachary Aaron. If you'd like to submit an email to us, our our email is at no, not our weekend. Is rwecanfilm at gmail.com That's just It's it. at rwecanfilm at gmail.com It is at rwecanfilm at no. Instagram. No. Just to be clear, it's a joke. Our email is rweconfilm at gmail.com. It's a very easy to remember uh, email. It's actually the same name as our podcast. So you just type up into the uh, address bar onto your email app. Uh, any app will work, uh, the basic uh, Apple right. mail app. And with that, I think we're gonna Google wrap mail up. app. You type in just uh can film at gmail.com and just you know subject line. So you guys are total idiots and Kevin, this whole podcast thing sucks. And you've been Zach. and then you could say like yeah, you know, subject line and then you as can as well as like to say like uh, you know <laughs> Keep you guys are like, you guys are like poop compared to cheese like and, York. and you chicken. You guys are like poop and cheese and chicken. So, uh, yeah, so you just email us. Anyways, I've been Zach. And I've been here. That's really deep. And until next time, can you can hear the theme music coming in. Keep your friends close and your yeah, enemies man. close. So